from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome to the Fight for Monday Night Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro. Thank you so much for joining us this Monday morning. We sure hope you had a wonderful weekend. Before we get into the show, I just want to thank all our supporters and all our followers. Thank you for all the positive feedback. Thanks for following us on the Fight for Wednesday Night Instagram page. Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast and listening to every podcast on this channel. This episode is brought to you by the Lords of Gotham, MHQ Artists, Science Slapbox Music. Make sure you follow at Lords underscore of underscore Gotham on Instagram for the hottest rap group in New York City. So, let's get into the show. We're going to start out today talking about the Nitro, the WCW Nitro from October 9th, 1995. We started this show out with a Sting promo. He comes out, he says that he wants to solve the problems between Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Lex Luger. He says, this is how we're going to do it. If they were men, if they were honorable men, this is how you guys are going to settle this. You guys both have a matchup at Halloween Havoc 1995. And if you guys both win your matchup, then you guys face each other and put everything behind you. None of the nonsense. No more bullshit. Let's do this. Halloween Havoc. If Lex Luger and if Macho Man both win their matchup, they will face each other later on in the night. Sting got them both to agree. So that's what we're going to be getting at Halloween Havoc in a couple weeks. Thanks to Sting. This will transition now into a matchup between Sting and the Shark, the former Earthquake. Sting makes quick work of the Shark. One, two, three. Big splash off the top. Pretty much a squash match against John Senta here. And I just want to say, Sting is coming off like an absolute megastar on this show. He needs to be on every freaking episode of Nitro because these people love Sting. But this crowd is a very heel crowd. This Chicago crowd could care less about the baby faces. But they love Sting. But they care less about the baby faces. Because Macho Man Randy Savage got booed. Lex Luger got booed. Sting is the only one got cheered. Later on in the night, Hulk Hogan got booed out the freaking building. And they want to play it off and say, oh, it's because Hulk Hogan was wearing black because he's in a dark place. And not his typical red and yellow. Bullshit. This crowd was just sick of the t- the nonsense. This is basically your modern day wrestling crowd for today. These were the, the smart marks Back in 1995 saying, we are sick of Hulk Hogan. We're sick of the baby faces being just forced down our throats. Basically what the fans would, today would do and just booed everything that was establishment. 
which was pretty interesting to see. We got ECW chants in the start of the show. Like this, this crowd came with the bullshit. They they wanted the they wanted the smoke. You know what I mean? They wanted the smoke. Anyway, we have speaking of the fans that were there to chant ECW, we have a phenomenal matchup here between Sabu and Mr. JL, who is Jerry Lynn, two ECW legends. But before they were ECW legends. They were here in WCW, and they had a phenomenal matchup. These two guys went balls to the freaking wall, and everything you would expect out of Sabu and Jerry Lynn. Sabu picked up the victory in this matchup. After this, we get Mean Gene Oakland. He's out in the ring. He welcomes Sting back into the ring to cut a promo. Macho Man comes out, and Sting just rips Macho Man a new asshole, and he just cuts one hell of a promo, just keeping it real, and Sting was really speaking from the heart here. I strongly recommend you checking out this promo. Sting was not scripted here. He was speaking from the heart. I love this. Sting is an absolute legend. Man, so awesome. We get a video package. It is told to us that Chris Benoit will be debuting next week. This roster is really coming together now. Now, early 1995, we have Chris Benoit. We saw Eddie Guerrero and Dima Linko last week. We have a lot of good athletes, so I'm really excited to see Benoit join the show next week. After this, we get Big Bubba Rogers versus Road Warrior Hawk. Hawk, well, during the uh, entrances, Disco Inferno is out just dancing. Bubba Rogers just walks by. Hawk basically punks Disco Inferno out. Big Bubba Rogers picks up the victory here. When Hawk is counted out after he goes and attacks Disco Inferno for interfering in the matchup. So, it looks like we may be getting a very weird feud between the Disco Inferno and Road Warrior Hawk. After this, Hulk Hogan is out. He's out in all black. He's cutting a promo and the fans are just shitting on it. They don't want to hear it. They don't give a fuck about Hulk Hogan here. Hulk Hogan is talking shit about Vince McMahon, saying that he made WWF. The crowd boos him for this, which was crazy. The giant shows up in the monster truck. It's just, you know, crazy 1995 WCW. Exactly what you expect. There's monster trucks. There's over-the-top characters and promos. Like, craziness. The main event of the night, we get Arn Anderson and Ric Flair in a cage match. This was a hell of a cage match. Ric Flair cut a heated promo afterwards. Anderson gets the victory here with the help of Brian Pillman. Flair is livid. He wants both Anderson and Pillman next week. He said that he doesn't need a partner, but if he finds a partner, then they'll go to war. But he doesn't need a partner. And we go off the air with a hell of a classic promo by Ric Flair. This was a really good episode of WCW Nitro. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that it wasn't the best episode. I love the fact that it was a more raucous crowd, and I love the fact that it was a crowd that wasn't with the BS that night. I like the fact that we had a lot of Sting. Sting was a great, great promo, and he had a good matchup. I love the Sabu Mr. JL matchup. I love that we're getting Chris Benoit. It was cool seeing a great cage match between Flair and Anderson. It was cool seeing Road Warrior Hawk on the show. I give this WCW Nitro a 3.5 out of 5. So, great episode of Nitro. Also on that night, October 9th, 1995, we get Monday Night Raw from the WWF. The show starts out with Yokozuna, Bridge Bulldog, and Owen Hart taking on Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Diesel in a six-man match. For some reason, randomly, Waylon Mercy is outside. He's watching the matchup. Dean Douglas is out. He's watching the matchup. 
This was a really fun match. Action-packed. Really, really cool to see all these stars in the ring at the same time. British Bulldog picked up a very surprise win here. He's the one who pinned Diesel with the help of Yokozuna. So, Owen, Yoko, and Bulldog, they win the matchup here. And this is building up to British Bulldog's world title shot that he will be getting at in your house against Diesel. After the match, we have a big, big, big post-fight brawl and jumping because Mabel comes out. Mabel attacks The Undertaker. Mabel drops like six leg drops on The Undertaker. Yokozuna's dropping leg drops on The Undertaker. They just destroy Taker. Dean Douglas comes out. He attacks Shawn Michaels. We have just chaos. Absolute chaos. And they just destroyed... The heels destroyed everybody. We get it announced that we're going to be getting Bret Hart versus Isaac Yankums in the cage match next week. So... On WCW, we have a cage match. Next week, we're getting WWF cage match against Bret Hart and Isaac Yankums. They said that if Jerry the King Lawler interferes in this matchup, he will be put in a cage of his own and suspended high up in the air. So that's going to be interesting to see. We get flashbacks. Well, we have a flashback match from SummerSlam. We get Skip from the Body Donnas and Fatu. Pretty good match. Fatu wins the matchup. Jim Ross, well, that was the main event of the night on the wrestling side, but the show ends with Jim Ross barging into Camp Cornette's locker room and just saying that they have some splaining to do. And Jim Cornette cut one hell of a promo on Diesel, one hell of a promo on Taker and Sean, and says that British Bulldog will be the next WWF World Heavyweight Champion. This was great. I like this show. It was more of an angle than a show, to be honest, though. The opening matchup was the main focus of the whole night the other wrestling on the show was uh Fatsu and Skip had a pretty good match but nothing special I'm giving this show a 2.5 out of 5 my winner for October 9th 1995 by a landslide was Monday Nitro WCW takes it again so mark it down in the tallies WCW right now at this point is winning the Monday Night War in my opinion so Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber 
from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. We are going to continue on here. But first, I just want to say that this show is brought to you by the Lords of Gotham. The rap group straight out of New York City running the underground scene at the moment. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Lords underscore of underscore Gotham for the best rap group right now in New York City. That is Lords underscore of underscore Gotham on Instagram. They are MHQ artists signed to Slapbox Music. Big record label out in California. Now, if you want to get your company, your group, your whatever, your business, if you want to get it sponsored, if you want to get it advertised on this podcast and every other podcast on the channel, then hit us up on Instagram at Fight for Wednesday Night. We will definitely love to do business with you. Now, let's get back to the show. Let's keep it moving now. We are going to be going a week after. We're going to go to WCW Nitro. October 16th, 1995, week two on this podcast. This show starts out with a TV championship match between Diamond Dallas Page and Johnny B. Bad. Diamond Dallas Page attacks Johnny B. Bad before the match, and before the match can even start, he gets disqualified. Pretty much a nothing segment here, building up to something I hope, because to start off the show like this, it was a little weird. But after that, we had what was the best match that I have seen on this show and on any show in this time period from WWE or WCW. We got Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit for the first time here on national television in the United States. And boy, did this deliver. Yes, this was better than Eddie Guerrero versus Dean Malenko. Yes, this was better than 1-2-3 Kid and Razor Ramon. Yes, this was better than Flair and Anderson. Yes, this was better than absolutely anything else that I have seen so far since starting this podcast. This was a phenomenal, phenomenal matchup here. I loved this matchup. Everything here was so smooth and fluent. Just great chemistry between the two athletes. And boy, did I love seeing Benoit versus Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero does not pick up the win here. Chris Benoit picks up the win after Eddie Guerrero got a big win last uh, two weeks ago. This was just absolutely amazing. I like I said, man, like WCW brings a different style that the WWE was not doing. Like I don't want to get too far ahead, but during this time at the night at the same time that Eddie Guerrero was facing Chris Benoit on the other channel for WWF Raw, you had Doink the Clown versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm sorry, but what do you think I'm going to be watching if I see two athletes like Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero? tearing it up, or a damn clown, and a wannabe blue blood. Now, no disrespect to Triple H, but he was not who he was today. So, if you think about, at this time period, who the hell are you watching? You're watching WCW Nitro after you see some of the shit that Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit was doing. Absolutely insane. Come on, yo. After this matchup, it is announced that the WCW will be bringing on more cruiserweights, and they're going to be starting a cruiserweight division. This division is the division that revolutionized Monday Nitro. So, and ref freaking wrestling as we know it today. This is the division that revolutionized it. So I'm so excited that we're going to be getting this in the near future because that's the type of shit that I want to see from WCW when I started this podcast. 
<laughs> After this, Mean Gene Oakland, he plugs the WCW hotline. He says some less than flattering rumors about the WWF. If you want to learn more rumors from the WWF and all the BS, then check out the WCW hotline, including one of their wrestlers who got beat the hell up. Later on on WWF, we find out that that was no other than the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, getting his ass kicked. Not that I condone it, because I like Shawn. But funny how WCW wanted to capitalize on this. Bean Gene Oakland then, he brings out the Taskmaster and the Giant. Kevin Sullivan basically says that, you know, what happened to Hogan is what Hogan deserved and Hogan now is showing off a dark side and he's dressed in black and they're going to destroy him. And then in his best Hogan impersonation, you got the giant saying, Hogan, I'm going to not only beat you in a monster truck match, uh, I'm going to throw you off the roof. This was absolutely abysmal. Not a good promo by the giant, but whatever. We get Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus Ming. Ming makes quick work of Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Great to see both here. They're really building up Ming. Ming will be going against Lex Luger at Halloween Havoc. Like I said before, if Lex Luger beats Ming, he will go against the winner of Shark and Macho Man. But Ming is really looking like a real star here. So kudos to him. I'm a big Haku fan, so that's cool to see. We got a promo from Hulk Hogan. He's dressed in black again. Jimmy Hart saying, he's scared. I'm so scared, Hogan. I, I never seen this side of you, buddy. I never seen this side of you, daddy. And Hulk Hogan's like, shut up. Shut up. I'm going to tear you apart. And I'm going to bury you next to your father. Like, real dark shit from Hogan here. And, yeah, I, I got to say, like, pretty crazy promo. <laughs> the main event of the night, we got Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. They go against Ric Flair. Ric Flair... They say, well, they say on WCW Saturday night that Ric Flair got a tag team partner. He asked Sting to be his tag team partner, but Sting doesn't know if he could trust Flair. So, we get Flair by himself. He starts off alone. He's fighting Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman and Arn Anderson get the better of Flair. Sting comes out to a huge pop. Huge pop. This crowd loves the Stinger. Sting comes out. He's on fire. He beats the crap out of Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. He starts cleaning the house. Brian Pillman and Arn Anderson retreat. They get counted out. Sting gets on the mic. He said that Ric Flair has heart. He respects Ric Flair. Let's go to war. Halloween Havoc. Let's do this again. They give each other high fives. So we're going to be getting the rematch at Halloween Havoc, which I will be talking about here on this show. So that was Monday Nitro 4, October 16th, 1995. Another really good show. I think that because of that main event and how big of a pop Sting got... The really cool promo between Hulk Hogan. The really amazing, amazing match between Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. I'm giving this another 4.5 out of 5. I thoroughly enjoyed this Nitro. Moving on to WWF Raw from the same night, October 16th, 1995. Like I said, we start out with Hunter Assembly versus Doink the Clown. Triple H gets the win here. This was an absolute nothing match. Nothing that I really cared for. We've seen Barry Horowitz trying to Americanize Hakushi. This was uh, Smoking Guns versus PG-13. Smoking Guns get the victory. This was still not nowhere near WCW's level at this point on this night. We get Dean Douglas versus a jobber here. They don't even mention who the jobber is. During this, Shawn Michaels is on the phone. He says that he got jumped by 10, I think, Marine 
sailors at a bar. They beat him unconsciously. Basically, this was more about Shawn Michaels on the phone than it was about Dean Douglas versus his jobber. Goldust cut a promo here. British Bulldog cut a promo. And then the main event of the night, we got a cage match between Bret Hart and Isaac Ankums. This was the match of the night for WWF Raw. Their main event, this went long. It was a pretty good matchup. Isaac Ankums got a lot of the heat here. Jerry the King Lawler gets in. He interferes. He gets involved. They put him in the shark tank. They raise him up in the air. He has a nosebleed. He's scared of heights. Bret Hart gets the victory. Pretty good matchup here. But this episode of Raw was not good. Nowhere near the pacing or the action or the style that WCW presented on this night. So this Raw, in my opinion, is going to get a measly 1.5 out of 5. I was not a big fan of this. Thank God WCW had a show on because if it was just Raw, this shit would have been ugh. WCW really killed it tonight and they've been killing it the last couple weeks. So big kudos to WCW. They win both weeks on this episode of the Fight for Monday Night Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Like I said, big announcement, big announcement, big announcement. I made it last week on the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast after I talked about AEW and NXT that this Thursday we will start a new journey. And we will be talking about Impact Wrestling, TNA. We're going to go back in time and we're going to discuss every single Impact in Impact history from 2004, including all the pay-per-views, all the way to the present time. So we're going to start the Making an Impact show this Thursday. So make sure you tune into that. Make sure you tune in this Wednesday for the Fight for Wednesday Night podcast, where we're going to talk about AEW versus NXT. And make sure you tune in this Friday for another episode, The Brand Supremacy, where we talk about the Ruthless Aggression Error and the brand split between WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown. Thanks so much for all the support. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us at Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast on Instagram. And remember, if you want to get your company advertised on this show, all you got to do is hit us up and ask. Thank you very much. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.